up, you guys? We're back. We're better than ever. It's been a while. It's been a while. We've missed you. I've missed Andy. I've missed looking at his face. Yeah. That, that big smile. That big Scottish <laughs> smile. Um, so sorry. It's been a while. We've been so busy on our end. Andy is, of course, getting married soon. Um, Very congrats. Busy. And I get to be there, which is cool. And that's when we're first ever meeting. <laughs> Never met each other in real life. I'll be yeah. meeting Andy at his wedding and uh, I can't wait, man. Yeah, and I hope we um, get to meet properly because I, I hope I get to actually say more than two words to you and I'm not like whisked away somewhere else. But yeah, oh, you be, will be, man. Be you will be. <laughs> You'll be whisked away here, there and everywhere. But I'll we get will. a few words in. Don't worry about that. Good, good. And, and we'll have a wee spin on the dance floor to, oh, of course. you know, that's an we'll 80s be. classic or something cheesy like that. Yeah, that's what we'll be. I'll be there all night. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a couple of months since we've done this. Um, we want to get back time. into it, but you know, with with everything that's going on in the world, you can't really blame us. We've been trying to get everything together on our end, and you know, we've both been busy working on our own music stuff as well. So, yeah. Andy, tell me a little bit about your music, dude. Yeah, I mean, um, I've done a cool song lately with I, I co-wrote it maybe like a year or two ago, quite a while ago, actually. It's been it's been on the back burner um, with someone that we actually featured on the show, Darla Jade, who's an amazing artist um, down in England. And we've, we've kind of been thinking about who we wanted to pitch it to and pitched it to a couple of people, a couple of times it fell through. Um, but it's been recently taken on by this artist, Britt, who is just, she's got such a soulful voice. And we recently tracked vocals and I'm just kind of, I've just, recently finished the the final mix um so yeah excited for that i think it'll probably come out in a couple of months and and we'll uh, we'll see where it goes but that, that's been an exciting project um and really just yeah i've just been enjoying lockdown restrictions easing to be honest tom because yeah mate. i'm sure everyone like feels the same like being able to actually enjoy like the normal stuff again it's been so so nice like just, it's been mad for you guys as well, dude, because over in the States, oh, we've been back to normal for for a long time. Probably the, probably the best part of a year, to be honest with you, more normal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you guys have only just come out of lockdown. You know, I'm flying home for the first time in two years in a month's that's, time. That's nuts. Just because of this COVID nonsense, it's like we can't fly, but now the UK has opened up so we don't have to quarantine. So that's yeah. pretty important. But yeah, yeah dude, that, that sounds great. I can't wait to hear that. And I've been um, enjoying some some actual like professional music is like see the the Justin Bieber and how do you say his name the kid La- Larry La- the, like the kid Larry is the most Glaswegian thing you could have said Larry Roy <laughs> <laughs> the kid Larry the kid Larry I, have I got that wrong I you know who no, I'm no, talking I about. I right, literally okay, have so no idea. Oh yeah, no, guy, I, I was literally just listening to that song. It's a great song. Oh mate, that the guy is a massive i think he's a rap artist from australia i could be completely wrong so if there's any fans of him and i've offended i'm so sorry but really (laughs) amazing collaboration between the two of them and the song is just so hooky it has a vibe it's so current there's definitely influences in it of like pop punk um and i just i just thought it was insane like the moment i heard it i I was just like buzzing. You know that way where, and we're going to talk about it later in the show, 
where you hear a song and within the first 30 seconds or something that it just hooks you this was that song for me and yeah like i've kind of also i don't know how you felt but since we last spoke i've kind of started to really crave albums again um i think i'm just getting sick of the singles culture that we're in at the moment and i'm really finding like I'm being drawn back to some of my, like, albums. There was this, there was one recently that I listened to by uh, Biffy Clyro, and it really takes me back, like, to that time in my life where I was at university and going to gigs and really, you know, specific stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't know if that's just me or if there's maybe going to be a bit of a movement again back to albums, but I, I'd I think certainly like will. to see it. I think there will, because I agree with you, I'm and sick and tired of this single culture like a single yeah. comes out and then four months later another one yeah because you want if it's good you want more if it's bad mm, but if it's good you're like hell yeah I was actually listening to B- Biffy Clyro the other day uh, what a band by the way what a Incredible. band they were one of my favourites I just don't understand uh, a single word of their lyrics but <laughs> who cares who cares it's good right <laughs> Yeah, totally. But yeah, the totally. same as me. Uh, the first single I released on my own, what, three months ago? Just went past 50,000 streams, which is <sighs> nice. awesome. Nice. And I haven't really done much with it, mate. I haven't really marketed it or anything. Um, it all seems to be pretty organic, which is cool. I, I spent the first exactly couple of weeks yeah. going quite hard on the market and then eased off. But it was never anything like, I had a bunch of people ask me like, oh, did you pay to get it on playlists? And nothing like that. I just just shared it, to be honest. And then yeah. went on the, I know you told me to go on the dailyplaylist.com where you submit it to playlists. Yeah, um, that's a good I never paid. Actually. I didn't even know you could pay to get on a playlist until someone asked me and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Should have uh, done some more research, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think they're really cracking down on it, Spotify as well. Because there's a lot of people, I think, trying to scam scam artists now like for you know we'll give you 50,000 streams for $500 or something crazy like that and and it's certainly not guaranteed as well so it's and it's not a protected thing often so yeah it's, Scary, it's a bit of a it? trap I've heard it's a bit of a trap so it's it's Just, it's definitely good that you didn't fall into it <laughs> oh yeah I didn't even know about it <laughs> yeah, <fucking laughs> okay um good. but I'm really no, happy with that a, it's been a good good success that Tom yeah, nice I'll, summer, I'll take that as a, I would have taken, mate, I would have taken 5,000 5. streams <laughs> and been like, wow, I'm so happy with that. Just something I made in my room. Um, but I'm, I'm working on loads of different projects, dude. Um, Sweet. My issue is single it, singling it down to one track to work on. There's one that I'm really excited about and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts moving forward, but well excited about that. And, uh, I just got this new plugin. It's called a uh, Baby Audio. It's called Spaced Out. It's like a reverb delay plugin, but okay. highly recommend it for any sound design stuff. So all of you sound designers out there, it's just the weirdest plugin. It doesn't make any sense. You just move these parameters around, and you get these just these crazy effects. Yeah. But Spaced Out by Baby Audio, you should definitely check it out. Is it expensive? Um, I think it was like 40 $40. So 
So not too bad. Yeah, not, not too, too bad. bad. You wouldn't want to get it if you were mixing, I don't think. But for the sound design kind of stuff. Pure sound design kind it's of really yeah. bizarre, but it's really cool. Like maybe, um, maybe you could throw it on some vocals to get some cool kind of... Glitches. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. So you should check that out if you get a chance. And um, Yeah. I, we I actually um, saw... Oh, sorry. You, you go first, my fan. Sorry, man. I was gonna say we just partnered with that um, with a new music app as well. So stay tuned for that, you guys. It's called Write with Chorus. It's basically like a songwriting app that helps you with lyrics, helps you with all this kind of stuff. So stay tuned for more information there. A couple of yeah. guys from England. The guy that actually created the app worked on pretty much every Ed Sheeran album, uh, a Beyonce album. He was he's worked with Elton John, so. It's exciting that we're working with them. So just stay tuned there. They're called Right With Chorus. We've tagged them in a few Instagram posts. So definitely check them out. Definitely. And uh, just, you know, we, we, we've been pretty overwhelmed with the amount of submissions we've been getting at the moment. And it's been great to, to hear all of those songs coming through. We're pretty well established for the next kind of couple of years, I'd say maybe, <laughs> just the amount of well, people we've got It's just annoying that we can't play them all because there's so I much know. bloody music to that is that is so good as well that we that we want to share but um it's just the nature of it isn't especially this day and age there's so much music out there and it's just about um yeah it's just we've got to try and figure out which ones will suit the show and and give you a mixture mixture as well so you guys can can check out not just one genre all the time so yeah, yeah it's challenging but, as well isn't it like, like it's okay, well, let's, what Definitely. do we mix and match so, like, speaking about the music, you guys, we're going to now move on to three songs this week that are very different, extremely different, I'd say. This covers the realm of the industry, maybe. And it's really exciting. The, the first kind of group we're showing is two brothers from Germany. They go by the name Amistat. And they're amazing. So I'll let them introduce themselves now. This is Amistat with their song Love and Light. Hey, this is Amistad and this is our song Love and Light. We hope you enjoy it. A mandolin solo, I hear I keeping through there. I, I couldn't tell is. if it's mandolin or really high up acoustic guitar. I think it's mandolin, though. I actually noted that too, because because I, I knew you were going to pick up on that. Because we often go, for, we all we often pick out the solo instruments, and I did think it was a mandolin. <laughs> so I'm glad we both like we both picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think I think we've we've nailed it. Um, but what do you what, reckon? What? I mean, yes. Yeah, like, what do you reckon about that song in terms of? 
See, for me, I get a lot of influences of like Ben Howard in there and Mumford and Very. Sons. Like so, really that yeah. folk yeah. folk music. I wrote uh-huh. down, you know, that it's very folk inspired all the way through from the lyrics to the mm. fact at the beginning of the song, you guys, it starts off with really, really beautiful acoustic guitar. Even that's just folky by the, the timing of it, the chords, the chord patterns. It's all very folky. Very Ben Howard. That's a really good point, actually. It yeah. does remind me of Ben Howard a lot. And these guys, I actually met them when I lived in Australia. They were busking in the streets of Melbourne. And I don't know if you've ever walked past a really incredible busker. By busking, I mean, if you don't know what that word means, because I know they don't use that in the States. Busking means you stand on the street with a guitar and sing, basically. It's how Ed Sheeran got his start busking in the streets of London. Mm-hmm. Someone picked up on how good he was. These guys were busking, and I remember hearing them thinking, what? wow, they're, yeah. they're just incredible. Their harmonies. They're one of those very few bands that, in my opinion, are hundred times better live when you see them. It's only, as I said, two brothers. Both play guitar. One of them plays piano sometimes and they both sing. Um, but yeah, oh. that really great note, the Ben Howard thing. I wrote that down when I saw you wrote it down. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> we have to speak like bastard. that. <laughs> you know, You're going to rob copy. me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything in the lyrics and in the, in the chord progression, very folky. And they nail it, to be fair. They really, really nail it. And the, the, the dual vocals kind of carry through the song. They're kind mm-hmm. of always singing together. Not really, you know, singing, you go, then I go. It's more together. Very, very nicely done. I love the fact that they just bring a shaker in there for the choruses. That's all you need sometimes. You don't need to get a full drum kit. And they had a little bit of piano just behind, just to fill out the... Is it a second verse or chorus? But they mm-hmm. they definitely bring some piano in there, along with some vocal ooze, which I picked up on immediately because of just how much air there was on that the vocal ooze. And they were so wide. It was kind of like how if you're mixing rock music, you've got the two left and right electric guitars, most of the times power chords. You literally yeah. stick them far left and far right. They've done that with these vocals so it's kind of reminiscent of like an a cappella group, maybe. Throw them out wide and everything else is coming through the center, which is beautiful, really, really nicely done. And the acoustic guitar in this song is produced really well. They've kind of, uh, whoever's mixed it has done a really good job just getting rid of those annoying acoustic guitar frequencies. And there are so many of them. If you've ever been tried mixing an acoustic guitar, it can be a pain because of just how many little notches you have to take out. Yeah. And uh, there's a plugin called Soothe by a company called Oak Sound or OX Sound, German company, I think. They kind of get rid of all those harsh frequencies with just like the turn of a dial. So yeah. that's a kind of a cheap plugin. Um, but it, it definitely, you know, it comes in handy when you've got it a piece of guitar like this. Yeah. Um, and it just, you know, it really does for me just sit me back and think of the ambience and the, it's a very calming song. Again, very Ben Howard folky. You just sit back and enjoy it. And you can almost imagine, you know, sitting on a beach, listening to it or something. That's a, yeah. kind of the place it takes me. But well, what about you? Yeah, I, I really like this song. It's, it's, it's a solid folk song. Um, I really like the way that the vocal energy built 
through the track. So as always, guys, we give you like a, you know, a less than a minute snippet. But it really starts nice with just a solo kind of acoustic guitar, then a soft vocal comes in and they really build the energy in the vocals and really build the emotion as a result of that, which I really liked. I couldn't hear all the words because the mix does get quite busy, but I think they went for that vibe because they wanted the the full mix to be like almost all-encompassing because you get a lot of depth in this song and I think that's what they wanted to kind of just swallow you up in. But the words that I did hear, I loved. Like they're very quite, um, you know, there's just a really beautiful lyricism that's going on there with some kind of really profound like depth to it, which kind of I think is emphasised in the music as well with all that deep reverb that they're using at times and stuff. But I really like the line, the oceans are silent no more, a hidden world we chose to ignore, which is to me like speaking quite a lot about, I guess like global warming and you know how like we're just pouring shit into the oceans and yeah I, I, that's where it took me uh, and that's the beauty of like these kind of lyrics that it might be completely a different meaning to them but um but yeah i really like that kind of lyricism i think it's clever and it's it, it takes it takes you somewhere which is what, what what ultimately the the guys will want i'm sure i think from um like a an overall production and a mix quality level, it was, like you said, it was really solid. I loved the low end, like the bass level and the treatment on the mix was really well balanced. It had this lovely depth to it, like I've said, and there was a lot of, like, clever reverb choices that shaped that depth. And I think that's what helped give that Ben Howardy vibe, that really clever, it's almost like, when you're listening to it in your headphones, you're kind of transformed into that world by the depth that, that's coming from the, the reverb. So yeah, I, absolutely. I, I dived straight in to their world, their musical world. <laughs> no, I really liked it. I did. I liked it. You dived it head first and you did head not first, regret it. And I didn't wear my goggles. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I took it all in. Took it all in. I love it, yeah. man. Yeah, I it mean- good. Solid, solid song. It really is. Great song. And again, you guys, we'll add all of these songs to our Spotify playlist, which we'll leave in the description. You can also go to our website, songwriterslounge.net, and links to the Spotify playlist. It's a really great playlist. Literally a mix of every genre you can imagine. It's 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 pretty wild if you sit down and listen to it one song after the other. Yes, How different definitely. some of these songs. And intellectually challenging. <laughs> Especially if you're trying to really listen to the, the, the mix and everything. Where That's what we do for you. So just, uh, you're welcome, you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> so with that being said, let's move into, on to the next submission. And this is a special one because this song, as of we're recording it today, August 5th, which is a Thursday, this song came out today. Um, so by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be a couple of days old, but we're super pumped to, to be sharing this. This is our dear friend who we've actually featured on the show before, Jess Antoinette, and her song Mean Well. Hi everybody, Jay Antoinette here. I am super excited because today is the release of my brand new single, Mean Well, and I'm so excited to share it on the Songwriters Lounge podcast. You're so good at what you do, you make it look easy. Like you don't even have to try 
We're going to speak about this later on in the show, um, but this is one of those songs that does catch my attention immediately. I'm instantly clicked. In, as soon as I hear that, even the rhythm of it. Um, awesome, awesome. Classic kind of country pop melody comes in, mm-hmm. which again is super catchy. So again, it catches you from the moment it comes on. I'm thinking, where's this going? Let's turn that up. Um, but I love it. It almost reminds me of a band called uh, Lady Antebellum. I think they go by Lady A now. Ah, oh, that's a good. That's um, a good. Um, yeah, I, I, I can imagine if, I if if Jess ever sold the song, I imagine they would cut a song like this. It's yeah. very up their alley, and I can imagine that guy's kind of deep voice coming in for the second verse. But, uh, yeah, they do that, don't and, they? Uh, they do the quick Q and E thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, it's brilliant. And uh, yeah, we, we've said from the start of this podcast, which we started, you know, a year ago, pretty much. We love slide guitar, <laughs> and I didn't know how much I loved it until we started doing this <laughs> podcast. And all the there's a bunch of it in this song, and I tell you, if you were, if you want to be on this podcast, guys, just put a slide guitar in. We're going to play it every time. It, could it be, does the trick. It could be any genre. Get a slide <laughs> guitar on it, and me and Tom will like it. That's all we'll see. Oh, it's just brilliant. It's just uh, again, it's exactly. <laughs> if you took away the slide guitar, it'd still be great, but mm. it kind of adds an extra bit of depth to what you're listening to, and even the note it slides up to is the note that the vocal melody of the chorus starts on. Stuff like that. All these little tricks that, if you really listen to it, great songwriting like 101 right there just it's just perfectly done and for me it's like it's very rare that i because andy and i have like really like you know we have like our headphones and our studio monitors so we listen to it kind of as the studio records it and one thing i always try and listen listen out for is the effects that uh mixers put on the vocal and this is my favorite vocal reverb i've heard in a long time it is the exact smooth. right amount that makes mm-hmm. it smooth. That's the perfect word. It just it, it's, it adds a nice wave to the end of everything, and just it helps it helps fill out all those little gaps left by. It, it fills the song out, which yeah. is exactly what reverbs men do. Yeah, definitely. And it just has a lovely, lovely voice. The natural kind of nuances and the, the timbre of her voice, in general, is just lovely amazing to listen to she could sing, sing anything and i'd want to listen to it when you chuck in that it's an original song i want to listen to it even more so 
again, all these things just add up to the fact that you want to keep, you want it to keep playing. You want to, as you said earlier, Andy, you want to hear the album. You you want to you want to finish this song and go on to song two. Yeah. Um, and the lyrics for me, I don't usually. I'm not like a big lyric person. I don't pick out lyrics often, and when I when they do, it's a really great lyric. And one of the lyrics that I picked out of this song, I actually messaged Jess to make sure I got it right because I was like, "This is a great lyric." It's <laughs> your words were the, your words were like the rust on your Silverado, which is a car. Always ate away at my frame, and it's like it's it's like wow. five different meanings in there. That is deep, but I yeah, love that. Really, yeah. really, that is a really sick lyric. Clever, really yeah. clever lyrics, mm. and just it just embodies the song in general for me. I really and, like that you don't mean well, yeah. Because, I, like, I heard that and I was like, "There's not Powerful. an awful lot of songs that are about that relationship." Like, there's a lot of you broke my heart and there's a lot of, you know, I hate you, I'd never want to see you again, but there's a really, like, relaxed, subtle, dis, like, almost like a disappointment or a, I don't know, like a, a darkness in it. It is dark, it's powerful. It's, it, you know, it's really powerful, really so, powerful. Oh, I know what you're doing here. Like, yeah. you, you, as she's, like, figuring it out, you know, yeah. she's singing about it. It's a realisation almost. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and again... Guitar solo in the song. Another guitar solo, guys. The guitar solo is coming back, like the album's coming back. Uh, so that's really exciting. And for me, I really like, I always listen to the percussion in the choruses because I'm just really interested to hear what drummers do. You know, a lot of times a drummer will go from hi-hats in the verse to crash in the chorus. Whereas they've kept it on the hi-hats here, but instead of playing just eighth notes, they've done 16th notes. Which again adds that groove, adds that groove, as opposed to just hitting eighth notes on the crash, which is what a lot of people do. So I just even just mixing it up in those kind of ways, again, really kept my just my attention. I guess is the nicest way of putting it. And the kick drum completely drives the song. It's always on that one and three through the entire song, even in the chorus. Same kick pattern excellent you don't need more than that when you've got a good song you don't need to spice the drums up too much no. just little changes here and there little feels just to but when you've got a, a good foundation in a song like jess has here i think whoever wrote the drums for the song did the perfect job just to compliment the song and jess's voice and for the, the production is great moving on to whoever mixed the song kudos because everything is placed really well you can tell they've taken their time to even down to the point of the beginning when you listen to a song you have that picked arpeggio guitar and the guitar behind it this it takes over the mix and as soon as the vocals come in it moves out the way and lets the vocal just come through mm-hmm. and it's so subtle that it's beautifully done it honestly is and they could have kept that in the middle with Jess's vocal and you'd have been like, mm, I can't really hear the vocal very well. Or why am I not enjoying this? Why is it hard to listen to? But the fact that they've moved things out the way and the, the, the whole song is that things moving out the way and coming back into play, moving out the way, coming back into play. is really well thought out, really well done. And whoever's mixed it, I would put money on them being a songwriter as well. Because 
when you hear those kind of nuances in mixing, they're trying to, and they're thinking about the story of the song. So they're thinking about where the song is going. Really, really, really well done. I really like from the moment. Emphasizing the emotion, definitely. Yeah. They're generating that feel of what we've just spoke about. The mean, you don't mean well, which is like, oh, wow, that's deep. (laughs) Like, wow. You know, she called him out. You don't mean well. Um, but yeah, I, I just, one of those songs that when you listen to, I, as soon as it was over, started it again, listened to it again. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, there's not much else I can say, so I'm going to quick fire some extra thoughts for me, but I just loved, um, exactly the same as you, the, the instant hook, you know, it's just instant rhythmic, rhythmical hookiness that caught my attention straight away. It is completely radio ready, this song. Like, it just is. It's so well balanced and it's got a beautiful mid-range. So, unlike mono, you know, kind of elements like mobile phones, shitty speakers, all that kind of stuff, that mid-range will still really shine through. So I think no matter if you're listening on, like, our, like, studio speakers our headphones, you name it. I think it's just because of that balance in the mid-range, that's really always what is the foundation for that kind of transposition across the different devices, uh, which is one thing I particularly picked up on. Already spoke about the lyrics. Love them. Really, really fucking deep. And, you know, a lot to take on, and I'm sure, you know, very relatable for some people as well, which is exactly what you want to do. And... There was a width to the song, and you've already kind of mentioned it with the kind of movement of the the parts out the way, the vocal. But yeah, it was really effective stereo width treatment, both by kind of automation, but by like deliberate panning as well, and just placement of it of the instrumentals. And I guess the emotions I felt during the track was like getting in your car and going for like a late night drive. You know that way mm-hmm. where you're just. You're not, you're not upset, you're not angry, but you're just, there's something down about you and you're just, and it's, it's kind of, it's great that she's kind of took me there because that's maybe like how it happened where she realized, oh, you don't mean well. And it's, it's almost like you're, you're, you're kind of lost and then you have that moment of realization and that kind of deep space that you've entered, so... Yeah, I thought it was a great song. Thank you so much for sending it and I wish you all the success with this. I really hope that people get to hear it and that it reaches a lot of people's ears because I think if it does, people will sponge this up. You know, it's it's a really... It's it's ready to be a pop, pop song. Really yeah, is. I think so too. And even with the other song that we featured of Jess's, that was just as good as well. So it mm. goes back to the I Can't Wait to Hear an Album... It comes back to that. I completely agree with you with what you said about albums. I'd love to hear a Jess Antoinette album. Jess? Jess, get on it. Please get on it. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> thanks again, Jess. And this is our, we're going to move on to, to our final submission, which is so different to what we just listened to in the first song. This is by Sky Holland, who was born in Tokyo and now lives in Canada. And this is her track, Save Me. 
Hi, I am Sky Holland, and this is my new song, Save Me. Just you and I learn to fly on a one-way ride Past in your eyes for the night, I need you this time And only you can save me Definitely club vibes. Classic EDM fist bumper, innit? Yeah, yeah. But again, took 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 me to that really deep place, just like the other songs before it, but just in a completely different genre, and this is the power of music. Yeah. Completely, Only you can save me now. Yeah. It's what a what a strong lyric that is. Especially to use for the hook. Yeah. And the hook's um, like re- repeated so much that I think is really clever and i know it's it's gonna it pays respects to the the genre but in that drop section when you have that repetitive hook see if me and you were in the club and this came on by the dj you you'd be singing it you? start singing it exactly so it's it's really clever and you'd be like oh what at the end of the night what was that one of um only you can save me now and then we'd google it save that song you know it's Which it's Shazam, Very, yeah. Shazam, Shazam that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it's I love also that. A, it's a really uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it if you were listening, but if you're a songwriter, that's a really scary decision to be mm. like, oh, do we need to change that lyric up? Is it too boring? Is it because as songwriters we get into our heads too much and we're like, yeah, we overthink it. And I would have one hundred percent be like, nope, I need another lyric there. I don't know what it is, and then I would have got in my head. And then yeah. I would have stopped working on the song and no one would have ever heard the song. I have hundreds of songs like that. So I'm so glad that they just stuck with it and was like, no, it's a really good lyric and it's a catchy enough hook with the balance of everything else around it yep. that you I can do that. And I'm just really glad they did that. And um, yeah, Can we just kudos. talk about that bass, the wobble oh. at the start, like boom. What, the, the glide? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's so good, like <laughs> proper like EDM wobble, <laughs> proper frog like, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah awesome. I, I I noted down to speak about the glide on the synth bass. Um, not my forte, but when I listen to it, I think, <laughs> how do they do that? I I just I have no knowledge of synths in any way or anything like that. So when I hear it, I just really enjoy it. And uh, the reverb is just sick in this song. There's so much reverb in this, like a serious amount. And yet it's it's not too too much of that. So no, yeah, it's what, perfect what, amount. What would worry me if I was mixing this song is because they've went for such a long tail on her vocal, is that tail gonna get in the way of everything else? You know, is it gonna is it gonna impact the kick, the bass, the you know, the decorative lead parts. It didn't. 
it was really really well designed as well this this tune and, yeah, and the, I know the um, I would like to know what reverb they use because I know H reverb I think it is by Waves mm-hmm. you can keep that tail kind of and you can do it with automation and stuff as well but within the plugin you can kind of keep the tail and then cut it off really sharply and you can actually draw it on like an EQ grid how you want it to to kind of curve off mm-hmm. so and of course you could do that with automation as well yeah but just uh, I'd, I'd like to know what reverb they use because it, it, it was really nice and the tail was particularly nice it kept the kind of the the musical feel of it uh, I want to speak about the the side chain going on because there's a lot a lot a Cheeky lot side-chain. of yes. side chain which is reminiscent of EDM music of course mm-hmm. um, you know I've never really done EDM. I've never really mixed an EDM song. That's way more your wheelhouse, Andy. But things like that I pick out immediately because, you know, every like everyone that's mixed in the new day and age has sidechained and you can hear it immediately. It's something you can't really come away from. You can hear it. And yeah. it completely pays off to the EDM kind of snappiness of the kick because everything moves out the way for the kick which is what you want and it's what makes you kind of like, whoa, this is, this is fun to dance to. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to speak about that. Uh, there's also a plugin by Waves. Have you ever used it? It's called One Knob Pumper. Have you heard of it? I've heard of the One Knob series. I've used it, I think, a little bit for the, the One Knob saturation and stuff, but I've never used the pumper. Is that just a sidechain type yeah. plugin? So it's really great for beginners. Um and by sidechain, you guys, if you don't know what sidechain is, what it is is basically you're moving when the kick comes in, you're every time that kick hits, you're triggering either a compressor or EQ to get everything else out the way and yeah. put it immediately back in the way. So it's kind of like that. Scoop. You scoop out the You're scooping everything out, yeah. So that's why you hear that kick so well. And so one, knob pumper, one knob pumper sorry, does that without learning how to sidechain. So you just stick it on and it does that for you. Uh, I've never used it, but I've seen it on YouTube and stuff. And it, I mean, it looks good, if, especially if you want to play this kind of music. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but definitely, definitely check that out if you want to produce this kind of music and you don't really know where to start. Yeah, the Waves One Knob series really, really good, and uh, I, you know I listened to this song a few times, and for me, the reason I like it so much is the vocal production. It's so airy and reverby, yeah. yet you understand everything she says. Everything, yeah. So, how are they Beautiful. doing that? Are they are they doing that with sends? Is the reverb on a send? If it is, they must have that turn right up there because that reverb is. I don't know how they do it. Are they kind of coming in and out of the sends? Because how can you get that clean, like the, the cleanliness of that vocal match I'd make with a the guess. air? I'd make a guess that the send would be quite high, but they'd sidechain on the send auxiliary channel to the vocal, so it's again ducking mm-hmm. the reverb during her singing, but then that lovely tail comes out at the back of it is, is a guess I, of mine but yeah that's what I was thinking as well beautiful because it also and I think you can hear that side chain as well because it does it's very musically arranged mm. so you can kind of hear it it does come up and only you can save me now side chain goes away and the air comes back so I, I think you're pretty spot on there mate 
if we were if I was to hazard a guess, that's what I would have said as well. Um, but just just really really, it's an interesting song to listen to because there's not too much going on, but there also is a lot going on. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not that, that busy, but it is. If you know, I, it, it, one one thing that I liked as well as the side chaining is, and this is quite an EDM genre kind of effect as well was the filtering so in the second mm-hmm. kind of phase you know the whole the whole it must be a low pass filter comes in and just gives you that low end and it kind of sut- subtly widens up the track as Sky's singing more and more towards the the drop and that's really cool you know I, I've used that a couple of times on on tracks of mine and it never gets old because it really does emphasise... There's a way that, that people do it quite... There's a reason that people do it quite a lot and it's because it really... See, when it gets to the drop and for the last maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds you've been used to, just that low-pass filter being on, once that is again removed and you've got that full spectrum back of the full audio spectrum... You know, you just, you get so excited and you go, oh my God, this drop sounds huge. And that's exactly what, what is emphasised by that kind of filtering effect. Definitely. Yeah, I think there's probably also a filter on her vocal in the verses as well. Very Could subtly. Be. Could be. And that's opened up with the only you can save me now because that's very clear. And everything else is kind of not stripped back, but it's definitely more uh, cushioned in the mix. And she comes right forward in that chorus and goes kind of back to the same level, if you will. Yeah. But I mean, this is, I, I'm interested to hear what you say about what you haven't said already, because this is way more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of dipped in and out while you've been talking there. And yeah, it's, there's probably not much else that I would say that I kind of, I was like you, I love the, the EDM snare and kit combo. And I love the width on those hard-panned stab synths, yeah, which were rhythmically arpeggiated. So, you know, there's been the stab synth, and it's just been like gated, arpeggiated, with a you know a quick gate on it. Oh, I've just got cramp. Can you believe all that hard work? See all that. See all this hard work reviewing EDM. It's given me cramp, guys. His legs been going in the background. Actually, like, my my foot has been toe tapping this whole time. <laughs> How have you managed to, to get cramp? I don't know. Mate. Lockdown's done you no favors, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I'll never live this down. So back on track. Sorry, Sky. So in terms of yeah, see, to be honest, I love the sonic balance as well, and there was some really effective choices and we've already called out like a number so I don't think I need to go into any too much more detail to be honest the only other thing I would like to mention is the EDM kick is always such a fundamental part of the song that it's got to have that low end punch but that high end click and I don't know if if you can hear it guys but when you listen when you listen to an EDM kick or an EDM track, just make make particular attention to the sound of that kick because it's definitely a really clicky kick that you don't get in, for example, you know, jazz or, you know, so, so, some other kind of soft, soft rock or acoustic, 
you know, it really, they, they, they peak at around about, it must have been about two to three to four K um, kilohertz. They really peak it and they steeply peak it just to give it that, just at that high end. So that's that's the only other thing really I'd say. I, I really enjoyed the track yeah. overall. It, it, again, like the other songs I've said, it made me quite moody. It made me feel quite deep, but also fist punching at the same time to, yeah. the, to the rhythm. And, it's, um, it's romantic for an EDM song, isn't it? It is, yeah. I only can save me now. Yeah, I like it. It's really nice, really nice. Yeah. So both, both great talent showed in the sound design, the mixing and the vocal performance by Sky. So thumbs up from me. I love yeah, it. Yeah, thank you guys. That was a great week of submissions. All that songs that I would genuinely listen to. Um, and we will again. And we will again. It will be in, in the playlist, playlist, you guys. <laughs> It'll be there, you guys. It'll be there. Hey guys, I think it's time for a cheeky songwriting challenge, don't you? This is where mid-podcast episode, I challenge my buddy and co-host Tom to write a vocal hook on top of an instrumental provided by our podcast sponsors, Jet Tracks, and I make the theme deliberately hard for him. Good luck with this theme, Tom. It's melons. You can slice them, dice them, chop them up in a thousand pieces. You can squeeze them, Freeze them, even make it a smoothie for the morning or the evening. I can taste it, it's like heaven. Ever wonder why sometimes cry in the dead of the night by your side? It's cause I'm out of melons. I'm all out. So we're going to move on now to this week's, uh, can be somewhat of a touchy subject, but we wanted to go for it this week. We wanted to really kind of Challenge it. I try, yeah, I tried thinking about this from all angles and it kind of always leads me back to the same answer. So the question we asked you guys and we asked ourselves, not just, we just asked, the topic we're discussing is how long is your attention span when listening to new music? Do you give it a chance or do you skip it after only seconds? Touchy. Very touchy. But you need to think about it. Especially if you've won in a successful song, you need to scrutinize it and think, is this good enough? Is mm-hmm. it? And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just interested to see what... I know we've had a few submissions from people. Um, and I'm interested to see what they say. So should we listen to the, let's listen to the people first? Let's, lis- let's listen to the people, Tom. L- listen to the people against... Uh, <laughs> the people against attention spans. Give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> right, so this one is from... Who we got up first? We've got an answer submission from Josh. Honestly, with today's music, I get really bored really fast. I don't have as much of an attention span. Everything's recorded the same way through usually the same programs. People listen to the same artists and try to mimic them. Nobody's really that original anymore. Um, and you don't have to be original. It's just like combining styles. But anyway, I just, I usually, if I don't hear what I like at the very beginning or it sounds just like something else, I'll skip through to the chorus and hear the hook. And if the hook's just kind of a eh kind of hook, I just, honestly, I hate it, but I do away with the song. I feel you, man. I feel you. Yeah. I do the exact <laughs> same thing, honestly. Guilty. Um, and Josh, uh, you know, Josh has a really good musical ear. He's a drummer in a really good band. So... If he's saying that, then 
you know, I do the exact same thing and you can't, you can't deny it anymore because we're all trying to, we're trying to achieve the same thing. We're trying to, we're trying to get people to listen to our music and not just listen to it, enjoy it. So you've got to think about these things. And I think Josh said it perfectly. If it's not caught my attention, I'll skip to the chorus. If I think the chorus is still dull, then I'll never ever listen to that song again, probably. Totally. Yeah, I think I think there's definitely, I, I can relate. And I'm really bad, and it's kind of what I said at the start of the episode. I'm really bad at the moment with the single culture. I still go on Spotify playlists because, you know, a, a part of being into mixing music and, and into music production, you've got to keep up with the latest trends and, and keep an, an ear out on on what is out there that's that's in these kind of playlists. But I'm really I do really struggle at the moment, to be honest, with that just that that temptation to skip within honestly, Tom, it can be like three seconds sometimes because mm-hmm. you just you micro judge a song before you've even given the artist a chance. And that is coming from someone that makes music. So I can, you know, only imagine what the you know, the end customers that are just, you know, just relaxed listeners must feel because it's it's such a competitive world out there for music and we're getting fed so much content that my my brain almost can't process it all. So it's it's going, you know what, if if you don't grab me within five seconds, I know that there's like 20 tracks behind in this playlist that I want to try and check out too. So I'm not going to waste my time. But you exactly. know what? There's nothing to say. And you might, you might um, feel this this way too how many songs have you listened to and you've not liked but it's really grown on you and it's now one of your favorite songs or it's like a real it's like a meaningful song but it didn't necessarily at the first three seconds grab you like i've had a lot of those i'll tell you i can tell you one right now havana by camilla cabello yeah when i I first listened to that i was like what is this? And the more it played, I was like, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with Josh. And what Josh was saying, like a lot of things are done the same way now. You know, anyone who's anyone now has some kind of home set up where they make music. Hmm. And I think the people that gain success think about it differently. They really do. They're, they're harsh on what they're creating. And they're not just whacking any old thing out in the world. If you just want to make it for your your own art and your own creativity, more power to you. But if you're really trying to kind of get people to listen to it and add it to their own playlists and have a chance of getting on some, you know, pretty top playlists or getting radio play even, you have to think about it from different points of view. Get And we, we speak about it all the time. Andy and I are very big on getting, I hate to say the word critique, but sending it to your f- musician friends, your producer friends, just your friends in general and saying, please be as honest as you can with me. And then, you know, like Andy and I send things to each other all the time. and Feedback that, is power. Yeah, you know, there's, there's some big decisions I've made in mixing where Andy's been like, you might just want to whack that down a bit. Okay, yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> On second thoughts... 
okay. Yeah, he is actually, yeah, he's spot on. But yeah, just, um, we always speak about it and we always advocate it. So um, thanks for your um, answer, Josh, mate. And yeah. then next, should we listen to the next person, Andy? Let's do it. This one is from Devin. Hey, this is country singer-songwriter Devin Renee. My attention span when listening to new music, honestly, just depends on the environment and the mental state that I'm in. Like, I'll make intentional time alone in a quiet space to listen to entire albums, and then sometimes it'll just be background noise while I'm working. Um, if it's an artist that I've never heard of, my attention span is probably about two or three songs, unless I'm absolutely loving them then I'll devote way more time to them. But um, if it's an artist that I know and love, I'll listen to their full projects all the way through multiple times. That's that a, a good, good point. That's a really so lovely thing to say as well. Yeah, if you're invested in the artist or band already, you're right. Like, I will... So, like, a band that I will love, even if they put out an album and within the first three, four songs, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I still will commit to the end just because you've got that personal investment. I think that's a really, really good submission. I really like that point of view. Thank you, thank you for that. That's a, that was interesting. It's a really good point of view. And, you know, I'm kind of going through that at the moment with, um, we've spoken about them before as well, Dan and Shay, pop country duo. I love them. I'm not the biggest fan of their new songs. I, I have to uh, be honest. Yeah. I really like their old stuff, but I'll still yeah. listen to their full album because there yeah. will be some quality tunes on there. Yeah. Um, same with Zap Brown Band. Not really a big fan of their new stuff. I'm not a fan of Ed Sheeran's new song. Have you heard that? Yeah, I'm not either. What is that I, I, about? And I listened to That's... it a few times and I, I, I watched the video and I watched the making of. And usually when I watch the making of something, I have more of kind of a, I don't know, yeah, I just like watching people work in their studio. Mm -hmm. Even after that, I was like, Mm. It's I just not hitting just, it for me. Nah. But I respect that people do. But I really like this point from Devin. Like really good. If you are invested, you do often give it more time to kind of grow on you. Yeah. Definitely. If someone came up to you in the street and was like, Hey, could you listen to this song? You know, I, I really respect Devin for saying she gives it two or three songs. Because I think a lot of people these Generous. days would be like, I'll give it two or three seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, more like me. Yeah, and uh, oh, I, I, I strive to be more like Devin. Really do. I really try and change my listening approach a lot. Mm -hmm. I like what Devin said about having alone time. I'll often go on walks just to listen to new music or even songs I'm working on. I'll take myself away from my studio environment, go for a walk, put it in my headphones, I notice so much more about the song just on a walk than I do sitting in front of my, my screen, you know? Aye. But really, really great point, honestly. That was, a, that was a fantastic submission. Brilliant submission. And this is the last one from, oh, I really hope I pronounced the name right. Well, I go for it. Da do it, do it. Dano? So, yeah, I don't know if it's Dano or Dano. Dano or Dano? Well, we've done um, both, so... We're, yeah, we're, we're... We've said it. We're coming from all angles here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you for your submission. Here it is. 
So for me, if I'm listening to a brand new artist, someone I've never heard before, they probably have about 10 seconds to capture my attention. And then within the 10 seconds, I'll know if I'm going to continue listening to the rest of the song or not. But you can know almost instantly if the song is going to be good or not. You can hear the production quality instantly. You can instantly hear, um, you know, if the singer is out of tune. Uh, so yeah, things like that. If they're a turnoff, you know pretty quickly. So I say 10 seconds tops. Yep. 10 seconds. Yep. Yeah. For me, production is the thing. If it's not produced well, I'm not going to listen to it. Just, just, it, it's, and I know that's a really harsh way of saying it, but I can't listen. I can't yeah. enjoy it if it's not produced well. Yeah. And I think, I think we are maybe more critical in that area, obviously being kind of in that realm. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'm imagining that even people, you know, that, People listen to commercial productions now constantly, so there is a big. There can be a big difference, and it can be quite distracting if it, if it's not if it's not good. So, I'd agree with that definitely. Yeah, yeah. and that the vocals are another thing. If the vocals aren't produced well, it's really hard for me to get past that. And like you said, we mm. are kind of biased, just because we both you know do a lot of music related things. And th- yeah, that's an interesting point, you know, about the vocal tuning, because that is quite big at the moment in the industry with it, not even aut- auto tuning is always going to be, I think, a bit of a point of contention. But there's a lot of that commercial sound, which is the auto tuning plugins, whatever you want to call them, but dialed in so slightly that it just gives that slight bit of polish and that is often a big part of the commercial sound you know and and that's an interesting point actually yeah i like to think of it as two kind of angles you can come from auto-tune i like to i I don't ever do any auto-tune just because i'm not that kind of you know i don't really do a lot of those kind of uh, electronic kind of songs i like like to think of what we do as pitch correction if there's mm-hmm. something that very slightly goes off pitch, I'll just bring it down just so it's in pitch. Mm-hmm. And um, I won't do a lot else. There's a, there's a thing in Melodyne. I use Melodyne to, to tune. So I'll just, I'll narrow the curve between the, the amount it's off. Sense-wise, I'm talking about, it'll be off just by a little bit. I'll bring that more back Tiny down amounts. to like the middle of the note. Yeah, But not so much that it's crazy, you know. Mm. So just a little bit of pitch correction. But yeah, other than that, um, there's not a lot else I do other than. But but you you do really notice it when it when it's missing, and oh, that, you do. that's an Big interesting time. point that um, she's made there, which is as soon as you know that that vocal hasn't been treated with that production polish, it's really noticeable, really noticeable, yeah. and it you know and it probably would put you off so. Ah, we've had some great submissions today. Yeah, dude, I have it. So I was sitting, we just posted about this question on our social medias. If you haven't followed us, Songwriters Lounge underscore on Instagram and just Songwriters Lounge on Facebook. So my buddy Mitch calls me and Mitch is banging to music. Just a friend from uh, from the state. I play football with him. Cool. Uh, One of my close mates here. So he gives me a call and he's like, 
I'm like, Mitch is calling me. What's he calling me for? So I'm like, all right, mate, we're, we're playing football tonight, yeah? Like, he's like, I've got a, a submission for your question about um, about the music attention span. I was like, all right, okay. And uh, he didn't, because it was a phone call, he didn't send anything through voice note wise. But ah, okay, what he said okay. was, he'll listen out for the kick and snare on the and four. So if it goes like, he likes that, the and four. The four being the snare and the kick on the and four, and four. And he really likes when two instruments play the same lick, i.e. a saxophone, trombone, or horn. So if they're playing the same lick, he really (laughs) likes that. That's what he said. And if, you know, he also said that if it doesn't capture his attention, you'll skip it after about 10 seconds. Okay, so we've got 10 seconds too there, yeah. But um, yeah, I was, I was glad that he said about, he'll, he'll listen out to the rhythmic, the, the, the kind of, the, the drums, and uh, he's a, he's well into Dave Matthews' band. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No. They're really big in the States, so I, I'd okay. never heard of them before I moved here, but they're huge in the States. He loves them, and they do a lot of that kind of horn stuff, and uh, similar to that Brown Band, if you've ever heard of them. Cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But, but great submissions this week. Um, submissions. On a really touchy subject. A really... Difficult if, if, one. You, if you're not into it, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to piss you off. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. But we discuss uh, it all here. You know, it's a safe space and all that. Yeah, so. it's just all about trying to get your song heard at the end of the day and yeah. hearing advice of others. But There's no right or wrong answer. That's the beauty of these questions. And uh, we, we have a question for the next time. And we have it written here as, has pop music lost its creativity? Should we just say, has music lost its creativity? Ooh, yeah. Let's do that. So and I'd music... also like, I'd, I'd like to know for the people that have good examples of creativity, like I'd, I'd be so interested to hear oh, well, I thought it had, but you know what? I heard this track by this person and it blew my mind. Like, yeah. see those those things? That just, I'd, lo- I'd be so Examples. interested. Yeah, yeah. Examples. But yeah, another kind of a, a, another topic that is touchy as well. We just mm-hmm. want to hear everyone's opinion. That's all. Mm-hmm. So let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. Send us a voice note, DM, or email us at submissions at songwriterslounge.net and... Have a great week. Send us any music you make. If you make music, email us at the same email I just said. That's submissions at songwriterslounge.net. And just have a great week. And we'll see you next time, guys. Have a great week, guys. All the best.